0: Bet with the biggest, win with the best, only at my bookie.
1: What's up, fool? El Chapo's here? What's up? What's
2: up, fool?
1: (laughs) What's up, Chapo? So you escaped? Escapaste, eh?
2: Me la pelaron, eh? You know me. They can't get me because, you know, I was there because I wanted to be, you know? So, so I got money, I, you know, with, with money, the dog dances, eh, con dinero, while el perro. Eh, you know, but it was good. <laughs> it was, I got tired, you know, I want to watch cartoons, and the cabrones don't let me watch cartoons, or so like to watch Bad Bunny. You know, they want to watch how I got away with No, cabrones, vamos a watch Bad Bunny. So, so yeah, I got out.
1: So Chapo, um, where are you
2: now? Actually, I'm hiding, but I'm hiding in the daycare center with the children. Oh. It's because, you know, Chapo means shorty in Spanish. So I figured that way I would blend in with all the little Chavos, you know? So they say Chapo, so we are playing, you know, and watching cartoons because I like to watch Balbani. But right now they're watching, they're watching Robin Hood and then we're going to watch Balvani.
1: So um, is, yeah. it tr- is it true you've been threatening Donald
2: Trump? He said Donald Trump, he's foolish. I've been threatening his hair. I don't like his hair. I think he got a wig, and I think he put on a jackass hair for a wig. Pero ya yeah, ese cabrón, I ain't going to get him eventually. I don't want to do it right now because then Los Estados Unidos and cabrona, because I went over there and met with him. You know, I'm not stupid either. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to make it look like an accident, you know? <laughs> he's going to trip over his wig. He's so long. He's going to step on the trip, go down some stairs, and ahí quedó. But, you know, I got I to gotta do it. I got to do it. A certain way, make it look like an accident. Maybe in a plane, he, you know, he runs out of gas or something. We, 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 you know, we, we take our time. We So, time.
1: so um, what made you make, dig that hole and uh, escape like Mario Brothers?
2: Well, you know what? When you got the money, you don't have to dig. You just have to pay people to dig you out. <laughs> was, uh, they, you know, I sent some money over there, uh, The guys that they did, you know, the the, the cabrones, I don't care. Get the guys from Home Depot. I don't care. Vengan, hagan el agujero. Make a hole, and then we escape. Uh, That's how I did it. Oh, my. I even had a motorcycle in the, in the, in the, in the the tunnel, (laughs) Mega race. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> What's, up fool? What's, What's up, up,
0: fool? El Chapo I in the, the house.
2: Podcast. I, I was watching your podcast when you had the anniversary show. I thought you were talking about me. You said, hey, El Chapo didn't come. El Chapo didn't come. Like, i I can't come. I'm in prison. But you were talking about that other cabrón. El, el, el Chapo. Yeah. Not el Chapo. El Chapo. El, 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 we're el talking Chapo. about El Chapo. El Chapo. Yeah, I was I was getting mad at you already. I said, hey don't be talking, don't be talking like that, my friend. But no, we're cool, you know. You're cool, you're cool, my friend. Hey, BG, BG, what's up, wasafu.
1: So, man, <laughs> I'm so glad you're out of jail, man. And cocaine is gonna be more
2: pure now. I hope. You know, uh, I I don't like to mess with cocaine because you know it, it, I got to keep it a business. But it's just it's such a good business, and I like the way it smells. It smells very <laughs> good. <laughs> The doctor he tell me I have to stay away from it, so I got me a four foot straw, and he left with it. I got it, what's up, boo? what's up, boo? El Chapo, what's up, boo? puro Sinaloa,
1: Sinaloa.
2: puro Sinaloa, un grito ahí a, a los camaradas de las Tunas.
1: <laughs> Give <laughs> us a Lula. grito, Chapo. Give us a grito. Oh, <laughs> 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 well, thank you very much for calling, Chapo.
2: Oh, you're welcome, my friend. My friend, you la suave, and and you know, the Mexico is offering 3.8 million dollars for uh, to capture me. But the thing is, I paying eight million to keep me out of jail. So what the hell, you know? Whoever <laughs> 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 has more money is gonna win, goddamn it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Thank I said, you, watch sir. I go watch Bunny.
1: Tell us something Bye. in Spanish for the people in Spanish.
2: Para toda la gente allá de Sinaloa, la, estamos aquí. Ah, con el el podcast de Felipe Esparza el el whatsapp a un grito mi compadre el flaco y el gordo y y ahí me saludas al pinche Rodrigo, ese cabrón es de Sinaloa ese cabrón yo sé que es acá, ese güey ok, compa
1: ahí te voy, compa you go back from Las Vegas and shit. Hell yeah, Vegas. I was there. I was Seven straight dude. shows.
3: Shows every day, every night.
1: So Edwin Thanh Juan does not have a break; He just works seven days straight. Seven days straight. Every thirty now and days in a row.
3: Hell yeah, dude! In the month, every now and then I think he takes a two day break and they go pick up their uh, his little <coughs> daughter in San Diego. But he sends his love to you, Ike and uh, Lisa.
1: Thirty days. Yeah, man. man. I don't know if I could work thirty days the same place. I know.
3: Yeah, that's trippy, see dude the
1: same, It's like having a job now You see the same bosses
3: <laughs> <laughs> Club
1: owners I only, only like seen every 12 months The pit
3: boss Yes
1: Hold on I don't like how comedians still, man Still bothers me Like comedians wanna be Buddy, buddy With the club owner Hell. Yeah, like that's gonna help
3: Who <laughs> <Full> think <state> that, <laughs> I keep saying
1: that, man When you become the <laughs> club owner You're gonna come back for less Yeah <laughs> Yeah, because now we're buddies. Now we're friends. Come on, do me this favor. Do me this favor, man. You're like my brother. Yeah, I'm like your father. <laughs> or or, they, or just 'cause they like oh like some some club I there want to come out to our and hang out like they're comics. Uh. Stay your ass in Trevorport, Iowa. <laughs> you're the man over there, over there. You're the you're the grand the grand marshal of parades. <laughs> shit, so you come to the comedy store, man. You ain't shit. Nah, you, a spectator. Man, comedians want to look at your face over here. You have the motherfucker who didn't give me my bonus. Exactly. Selling <laughs> extra
3: exactly. so tickets on the side and shit.
1: Club owners, man, want to be stars. You're a, you're a club owner. You're never going to be a fucking star. I don't know how much, how much Coke you do with a headliner. <laughs> a little monocle how and shit. How many promises he makes. I know, man. <laughs> All those promises. Broken promises. Yeah. Show so, four, we were. How was Las Vegas? Tell us about Las Vegas. What's it like?
3: It's cool, dude. Agen, uh, Homeboy has a host. You know, a little guest spot, go up there and, you know, just do 20. And then fucking homeboy comes out and closes it out. And he has a little show wrapped around with his little. um, When he got arrested for smoking weed, because it's not legal in Vegas, dog. That fool got popped and they let him go because they couldn't find it. And it was on True TV. So he wraps that all up in his little show. It's pretty cool, dog.
1: Wow. He got arrested in Las Vegas? Yeah, they fucking strapped the him. Zero up tolerance?
3: I, back then, the zero tolerance. Now I guess it's just deliveries. Oh. Yeah, on the DL. Damn. Yeah, man.
1: Uh-huh. So, so what's up, fool?
3: <laughs> Chilling,
1: dog. Huh? What's up? We're right up, here huh? with fucking Bunyan stories here with me and Should She did a podcast over there.
3: Yeah, we did. Uh, Ed says she. Uh, Ed says Shay says their their podcast.
1: Yeah, what's what's the, what's the podcast called? Uh,
3: Ed says Shay says.
1: Oh, Ed said she said. Shay, says. Shay said. And they have a daughter.
3: Yeah, a little new little six month uh, old baby Jordan.
1: Yeah, I saw my son um, last week, bro. Yeah, we-, we hung out. We did a Periscope. <laughs> yeah, Good he, still, times. he still has long hair. Philip, see what happened? Was I bought him a gift. I was like, I bought him a gift certificate from Bonds, one of those um, visas. Yeah, and I put in the money right there, right at the store, two fifty.
3: That was for him, for? Yeah,
1: two hundred and fifty dollars. I put it in right there at the store, and then I bought the Ralphs card. Put it in an envelope inside Ralph's. Put a fucking stamp on it. Drove to the fucking mailbox. Four days. He goes to the buy something. No more money. What? It got erased. Gone. No more. It got. He got robbed. So man, I said, fuck that, man. You find out what they spent on that shit. So he went on the internet, looked the, num- looked the number up, and then found out that they spent two hundred and fifty. No, one hundred. And something boom, on on um fucking um
3: the finger hunt that
1: man finger hunt and they spend some other money on London Fog. London Fog? Who the fuck buys that shit, dude? I know man, who the fuck wants a jacket and a coat? <laughs> so this crackhead, he's figured so what this crackhead did, I figured it out. Can he scan. went inside Vaughn's or Ralph's or CBS and he wrote down the number of the credit card. And that fool just sat in his house like a soldier playing Madden. <laughs> Waiting for those funds to drop. <laughs> Smoking that crack pipe and then made that phone call. Yeah, man. Oh, he probably on the internet. He saw the money came in, and boom, started buying shit online right away, and it got rid of it, the money.
3: Oh my god, Before dude! The
1: the Before the card even reached the house, he already had the money. Like he got an alert or something.
3: Scandalous, dude. On one, on one thing, you can call those dudes scandalous, but on the other way, he's a fucking genius. That crackhead dog. And
1: then people say, man, um. <clears throat> Imagine if he would have did that, used all that talent for good. And you think about it, man. There's no other way to make that talent for good. It has to be for bad. <laughs> Hell yeah! It can't be for good. It can't be for good. Who's hiring? Hey, man, you get a job hiring for somebody that fucking um, writes down um, credit card numbers at stores and then makes a lot of money? You have a job for that? No, man, you're your own boss.
3: <laughs> Catch me if you can, dog.
1: That's like fucking um, Frog's Levi story.
3: <laughs> hey, and and they weren't able to get your um you said you lost the receipt for paying for it. Yeah, of course. They got lo- away. They, but those fools got loss prevention. They can look at all all those stats and shit from the registers, dog.
1: Yeah, man, that's where um they don't have a customer service to help you get your money back when you you don't have a receipt Because it's not Home Depot.
3: Damn. Coming up shorter than a midget on his knees, dog.
1: so oh, man, that's fucked up. <clears throat> that was, I was all sad.
3: Oh, I seen that Periscope, bro. I'm fucking pissed right now. And I was like, what happened to this fool? There's <laughs> a big scam. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? So that's what I asked you yesterday. I was like, God damn, dog.
1: We have to yeah. replace the gift. We to replace we to the, to gift, the gift, bro. The I was out. out no. <laughs> you know, your gift was really $500, dog.
3: <laughs> damn, dog.
1: Yeah, but the Vons card, nobody took it. Because I was about a Ralph's card or whatever. Yeah. For groceries, a 150 Nobody robbed that because luckily you mm-hmm. can't buy fucking groceries over the internet. <laughs> Dude. Or rather, if we do, took all the drift down. <laughs> yeah,
3: look at the internet scams, Rasa.
1: So, what's up, fool? We have a guest here, Owen Smith. What's, uh, up, yeah. uh, what's up, fool? What's up, fool? So, you're from the Bahamas, huh?
4: I was born there. You're Rihanna, there. huh? Rihanna's from someplace else, but we all got big foreheads. <laughs> <laughs> we all, it's all a big forehead down there. Yeah, man. She's sexy. You see your latest video? Yeah, bitch not. better have my money. Y'all see that? <laughs> yeah, dude. I bet you he's about to bitch little kids, so. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Messing yeah, up she some sheets. she's fine, man. Even, even when people say they, they show that photo of Rihanna when she, when she, without makeup and all that, and then I'm like, what's wrong with that? And that's her leaving my house without makeup. I <laughs> know. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, man. No, nah, but I grew up in Maryland, Prince George's County, Maryland, south side of Washington
1: D.C. So. We been to um, t- we been to um, Timonium. I don't know what that is. What's it called? In, is uh, that close to Baltimore?
3: The, uh, that falls. What's it called? Virginia Falls.
1: No, bro, that that fucking club we did over there with that fucking Magoobies. dude in Maryland, Magoobies. Bal- Magoobies. Magoobies.
3: Yeah, that's Baltimore. I don't know that. Was it called? Magoobies. Magoobies.
1: But the city was Titanium or- Yeah,
4: Yeah, Titanium Sound close to Baltimore. I remember seeing that, but I don't, yeah. I'm not familiar with that. It's kind of like, uh, how would you describe it? Like people in the valley and people by the beach. Like they don't know. I don't know really what's in the valley. I kind of know, but I don't know.
1: So, that like people in my neighborhood that grew up in the hood and they don't yeah. go nowhere, you tell them, man, no, bro, I'm performing at the laugh Factory. Where's that at? It's like, you got to go on the 101 North. Yeah, that's far. Man, I don't know shit about the motherfucking 101 North. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all I know is the 605.
4: That's it. That's it. So, it's like for me, Glendale, I don't know shit about Glendale. I live in Santa Monica. My I don't friend, let me tell Glendale. you, my friend.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to go there, my friend.
4: I <laughs> hear comedians talk about it. I'm like, all right, I just take their word for it. That's, that's what Baltimore and PG County are like. You know what I mean? All I know is the airport, BWI, and the wire.
3: Just the mainstays?
4: Yeah. No outskirts? No. I dated a girl from Randallstown before,
1: and that's apparently a rich neighborhood, but I don't don't know shit about it. Man, it don't sound rich to me, huh? (laughs) I know. Randallstown. The most, Randall Town it's a redeveloped town <laughs> dude named Randall so you were in a com- uh, McDonald commercial I was in a lot of commercials man I done. what's up man how many commercials you been on I don't
4: count Yeah, I know dudes that count I don't count <laughs> I just don't I've been on two I'm ignorant man yeah nah my little nephew was watching like all my commercials on YouTube and kept, kept them occupied for hours so whatever hours worth is it's about how many I've done. That's you know, tight, man. Yeah.
1: 15 seconds, 100.
4: Man. Yeah, yeah. I've been in a few, man.
1: You what know. I like, we did the one, uh, uh, you were in a McDonald commercial with, with a little light-skinned kid. Yeah, and Quincy. That shit was
4: funny, man. Man, thanks, man. I got a funny story about that. Um, my agent called me and said, hey. They want you. Listen, they were like, uh, so that commercial made Oprah's favorite things, right? So I go, oh, shit, I'm going to be on Oprah? And she was like, no, just the kid, but they need your signature in order to get permission to show the commercial on Oprah. And I was like, so I could shut Oprah down? Like, if I don't sign this shit, she can't show it? Then another agent, I never heard of picked up the other one. "Ah, I wouldn't do that if I were you. (laughs) So I I signed the paper, and she showed it. And uh, I got Harpo. I got Harpo checks at the crib, man. Yeah, but I, I didn't get to meet Oprah. But you cast them.
1: Huh? You cast them? Oh yeah, I cashed them. Yeah, definitely, definitely. But yeah, you a vegetarian? Do what? You you a vegetarian? Nah, I, I, you, I fuck you, with it. Chicken? Um,
4: I saw you in the in the veggie spot, man. I'm not a hundred percent. I still eat meat. I just eat less than I used to because I was. I was getting fat, man. You yeah. know, I was tired of
1: working. I know, out. man. People would think, man, you, what's up, Roy Woods Jr.? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if yes, I gain weight, I look like Roy Woods. That's hilarious.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I know, man. Yeah, now I'm like uh, Talib Kweli size. This rapper.
1: Yeah, because I'm auditioning for a, for a fried chicken commercial, and I'm and I'm vegetarian. Are you bullshitting? Yeah. You can spit it out. I know, I'll still do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. People yeah. say, but what about the animals, bro? I wear leather shoes. <laughs> leather belt, leather <laughs> shoes. I got a leather belt, leather shoes. Leather handbag. Leather couch at the crib. <laughs> I've never told anybody what they should eat. Right. You know, I don't tell people don't eat that's bad for you. And no. they say, Well, this is what I'm eating. Right. But I, I just annoy people, you know, like like people say, So you don't eat fried chicken? Nah, man. But would you eat it in a commercial? Hell yeah, bro! Because I'm an actor. That's, I'm a, that's a character pretending to love chicken in front of all you people, so you guys could buy chicken. That's right. Would you do it though if you were offered like to be the spokesman of a pizza place, but you don't like cheese? Oh, hilarious! <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, man. When I was younger, fuck yeah,
4: you know. But now that I get older, I've seen other. I've seen other people. You know, stand up for their beliefs, and I, so I know what it looks like. But before, before I knew what it looked like, I'd be, be an agreeable motherfucker, like yeah, I eat it, and not really like it. But now I'd be like, no, nah, I don't like that shit. Like I did this movie one time with Eric, um, Eric Roberts. That's Julia Roberts' brother. Me too.
1: Yeah, you did one with when him too. We were filming five movies that day. Oh. <laughs> I showed up with his own trailer. <laughs> and so this dude had a hard
4: out at four p.m. That means. That he was supposed to leave the set at 4 p.m., right? Hard out. Like, a no matter out. what, he has to fucking no leave. No matter what. And you know, when you just That's the lead singer
1: Metallica, bro. He has to fucking leave at noon. He's leaving at noon. He's
4: leaving at fucking noon. It's so...
1: Hard out. Hard out, out. That's
4: what it's called, a hard out at 4 p.m., right? Wow. So we're all supposed to be... We just all got, like, shot. So we're all playing dead on the floor, right? Or injured. Who's and sure uh, he's... <laughs> he's saying <laughs> <laughs> why <while> this <there's, It's laughs> So why he just burped again. some of that chicken he ate. <laughs> <laughs> so while we're while we're laying on the floor, you hear Eric the director goes, Action, you hear Eric goes, three fifty seven, man. Like he's supposed to be dead. You hear him go, it's three fifty seven, man.
2: <laughs>
4: Got that heart out at four. All right, Eric, you're supposed to uh, rolling, rolling, It's three fifty eight. And all of us are laying dead and like the, the actors are doing whatever they're supposed to be doing. Four o'clock, you just see this motherfucker in the middle of the take. Just get up and walk the fuck out. And he says to me, never let him take advantage of you, man. And just walked off the set. I was like, oh, shit. So after I saw that, you know, I don't drink milk and shit like that. I would tell him I don't drink it. You to give me something different, you know. Or it would be little things. Like I did this commercial for State Farm where I'm dancing in the stands. And uh, I could pick up the choreography real fast. So, you know, we do a lot of things. I'm sure you, you are right. on the road. You're doing a lot of shit. So when they, they booked me, I had prior engagements. So they were like, we need you to stay all weekend to learn the choreography. I said, like, I don't need to do that. I know how to dance. I, I'm not doing that. I got to go do this other thing. Um, I, what I didn't know was that whole weekend, they reopened the auditions to try to find somebody else who could do it better than me. But they couldn't find somebody. So then they finally acquiesced – that's the word I learned on the way over here <laughs> – and let me – and just let me do what I knew I could do. You know what I mean? So it's like a weird – it's a weird thing. Like the longer you're in the business, you become more secure to say, no, nah, I'm good. You know, as opposed to, all right, I, I'll cancel this to come do – and then you sit in there learning from a choreographer. You learn the shit in a half an hour, but, you, you know, you lost money someplace else. But you just – you know, I was like, no, nah, I'm not doing that. So – You know, it's you pick your spots. Like you were just saying, don't be friends with club owners. Who gives a fuck? Like they don't give a fuck about you. they don't give they can give two fucks about you they talk they all talk to each other they all get high together
1: they all yeah, figure they out who cares they talk they, a lot of shit anyways yeah but and they, so they, whatever they, they they talk a lot of shit no matter if, if they hang up with Rodrigo this week yeah and your enemy is showing up next month yeah yeah I was, I was hanging up with your boy man yeah he's whack yeah it's crazy man <laughs> hell yeah dog <laughs> nah
4: man you just you just can't be afraid to say say that no say that sweet no you feel fucked up. you just nervous the first couple of times you so do
1: it. Eric Robert just walked over the Just walked
4: over. It was the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life, dude. Pop, pop, pop. Yeah, he just got like, up. Time to fall. <laughs> 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 just walked out. And then he, he looked at me specifically. Never let him take advantage of you, man. And walked out like, why did you say that to me? But I, I, never, I never forgot that. Never forgot that. He's okay. a good actor, though. Amazing. He's in the Rihanna video. That's what made me think of it. I just was almost about to jerk
1: off to it earlier today.
3: (laughs) Hell yeah. Yeah, man.
1: I see photos of comedians and the owner on a fishing boat (sighs) early in the morning, right after radio. Right after radio, man, I don't want to see your face. It's all about are you a
4: draw or are you not a draw? Yeah. That's pretty much it. And if you're not a draw, then, you know, you're making league minimum. If you're a draw, then, you know, you can
1: write your check. You know what I mean? Yeah man, if they're papering the whole week, man. You're out there fishing. Yeah, yeah, you fishing. <laughs> That's what I remember Esty told me she
4: books the comedy cellar in um in New York and uh she told me she said and she's so amazing. She watches everyone who showcases, right? And she goes, If she thinks you funny, she passes you. If you ain't funny, she'll she'll buy you a meal. <laughs> She's like, you hungry? I mean, you stunk. <laughs> and you think, wow, I ate with Esty. Nah, motherfucker, you ain't make it.
1: <laughs> wow, that's nice, though. Isn't that hilarious? she get man. you, she give you a meal. That's, that's, what happened? I hate fucking hamburgers. Man, bro. that chicken is delicious. <laughs> oh, you bomb. <laughs> I don't eat hamburger no more. While well, you're vegetarian now, man? I had dinner the comedy salad. Man, that's hilarious. You know why I don't fuck with hamburger that much? Because uh, you've been all over this country, right?
4: Every corner In every city There's a there's a place To sells hamburgers There's yes. McDonald's There's a Hardy's Or whatever it's called Out here uh, Carl's Jr There's In Chicago Right
1: on the streets There's that place Cheeseburger 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 Every good. place Like you can't walk Five feet without Somebody selling A bunch of hamburgers You need to go to Tommy's
4: <laughs> <laughs> or go to Tommy's or
1: Something like that like, You need good, to go to Tommy's Yeah yeah
4: yeah Or in Atlanta You need to go to American all You, Austria, you need champs. to go You need to, to go. go We sell hamburgers Everywhere right but every time I drive past a bunch of cows, they need to be fucking. <laughs> As much meat, they should be the horniest animal. They got to make more cow. They always just chilling. They always, I'm like, this ain't all cow meat. It's got to be something else. Because every time I see cows, they doing everything but fucking.
3: Swatting flies.
4: You know what I'm saying? Unless they just finished. Every time I see them, they just, but nah. So I was like, eh, this can't all be meat. So that's what made me. I started to question like what I was eating, so I just eat it less, a little bit less. I still like it though, but that made me be like, ugh,
1: you know what I mean? On the whole vegetarian tip, <laughs> I had a big hamburger, man, in Sacramento. Uh huh. I mean, it was huge. Double cheeseburger. Uh huh. They put out uh, cheddar cheese right over it. Uh huh. And then, and at that man, that means the cheese gonna melt. It's gonna burn. No, they put ice over it. Ice. So, so the cheese won't burn. And then they flipped the cheese right over on top of each other. Uh And they had a double cheeseburger with the cheese folded up like four inches high. Damn, son. It was good. (laughs) Bacon and avocado. Yeah, motherfucker wants to cheat now, but still it was good. (laughs) I can still
3: smell it. Yeah, man. The the
1: oils, like this weird oil with fat and meat was coming down my elbow. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> give it a little have you seen that's, that oil before that, yeah, that's no. the perfect burger <laughs> little yeah, yeah, it's no. like the burger had a chapped lip uh. right and then like a little piece of the lip fell off it's gonna slide down your elbow with some greasy oil
3: that's a flavor nice. right there, my
1: dad when we used to make carne asada <laughs> yeah. we used to cook barbecue you know on the Mexican barbecue uh-huh. steaks and shit not yeah, steaks yeah. but you know well whatever sk- skirt steak what it is and um my dad will, Well, after the tortilla will be cooked, he'll put um after the meat is cooked, he'll put a bunch of tortillas on top, uh-huh. and then he'll put the other meat all right over it and oh, he'll flip wow. it over. Yeah. Then that tortilla is covered with grease and bits and pieces of meat that fell off. Marinated, though. Mm. You a foodie? Yeah, I'm <laughs> you a foodie. You a What's foodie. up, foodie? <laughs> What's up, foodie? With you onions, foodie. and cilantro. Forget about you it. You cook too, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. I don't cook that much because we, we're vegan, so yeah. just no peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Hilarious. Well, how long you been vegan? Like over a year now, right? Over a year, yeah. Four and years. How much man. weight did you drop? None. <laughs>
4: no, you lost some. I was at
1: 315. Uh-huh. Now I'm at 275, 280. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be 250.
4: Oh, that's easy. That's easy. You can do that shit. Yeah, I just lost 40, man. Don't be lying. I'm yeah. not lying. You a big 40. then? I, yeah, I'm tall, though, so you can't tell. But, you know, you take your shirt off and shit or, you know, you can't, you know, you your sex game ain't as strong. <laughs> it's like, I need to drop this weight. <laughs> That's why I'm on the bottom. <laughs> you just did that what? with
3: exercise or? Yeah, well,
4: diet? you know what I did, man? Um, so you heard of body? you know, those annoying commercials that come on, uh, those infomercials uh, for P90X. In uh
1: insanity and all those and shanti and uh, you can do it so i was on the hollywood diet man Went to the comedy store hung out with joe d and did a couple of bumps came back home <laughs> <laughs> right that's right i was the comedy store fucking diet me and pj all night long <laughs>
4: Baby, killing it so they they got their corporate headquarters is down the street from my house and i got this friend all she'd do is free workouts. So if you're driving down any street in L.A., they go, work out here for free for six weeks, right? She'll do it for six weeks and then bounce and go across, you know, the city and do another free workout for six weeks. So she's always in, she's in shape, always doing free workouts. So she sent me an email going, Beachbody is doing this beta test for free. You just got to fill out this application and go get picked, right? So I tell my wife, I, I just got married, and I go, baby, because my wife is real frugal. They call her a spendthrift, right? So I was like, baby, you might want to do this because they give you the food. It's all about meals. So you get the workout free for 60 days, and they give you the food for 60 days. And my wife made this face like, no, nah, I'm cool, like that. I kind of wanted to try the shit, right? So I fill out the application. I get picked. I go down there. It's an audition, but it's but it's infomercial dudes. I'm like, I'm going to kill this. These motherfuckers, they don't act. I'm going to kill this. So I go in. They make you take your shirt off, and they're, they're like 50 feet away. It's like a horrible star search audition, right? And they ask you questions about your weight and shit, and I was funny. And then they go, you're, you're, it says here you're a newlywed. Can your wife do it too? I go, well, yeah, she kind of didn't really want to do it. Please call your wife and see if she'll do it too. So they wanted us to be a husband and wife team call my wife she leaves for her new job at the time comes down does the audition they don't pick her they pick me so now i'm in the house happy i, I book something in my wife but i got to also be like fake sad for my wife you know what i mean so then <laughs> so then so then i show up i show up on monday and I never saw my wife this sad about not getting picked for anything, right? And she's not an actress or anything, but just, just you know, just to be denied. She was just sad, and I didn't know how to be like, oh, I'm sorry. Yay for me, right? So I go. I show up on Monday, and the lady, there, they're measuring you, and this is the hustle. They go, what size waist do you? I'm like, I say 38. Give them some 36s. And I put on some 36s so your fat's hanging off over the belt. And then uh, the woman asked me, how come your wife isn't doing this? I go, y'all didn't pick her. And they go, what's her name? And I, t- I say her name. And then she goes, oh, I was in the meeting. We didn't pick your wife because your wife was too fit. There was nothing we could do with her. So now I'm like, what the fuck does that say about me? They were like, oh, you perfect. <laughs> and they took a picture. <laughs> and so I did this workout for 60 days, but it was the meals, man. The workout is it's just it's a half hour of everything you hate to do, like burpees lunges, all that Help shit. Help people move. <laughs> yeah, man. It's the worst shit, Felipe. You, I mean, it's all the shit you avoided in gym. and yeah, up that rope. Yeah. No, you ain't got to do no rope, but it's all Hold your up. own body weight. You lose all this. You do, you do burn a lot of fat, but it was, it was portion size. It wasn't, because you can eat what you eat and we just eat too much of it. Hell yeah. That's what it was. I don't know why I'm on here talking about this, but <laughs> <laughs> that's what it was. I came to talk about my special, man. So you had prep meals? Prep meals, baby, from this spot called Paletta. P A L E T. Paletta. Yeah, and it was good, man. I'm not gonna front. And I was like, oh shit, I've been eating too much. Like, because I, I was eating healthy food. But I was overeating You can Shit. overeat
1: healthy food. Shit, my prep meals was what, putting one pizza in every prep box. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, I, that was my Instagram, but my prep meals ready. It was Domino's pizza, and it was like in, every, in every box. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Breakfast, lunch, dinner, two snacks. <laughs> yeah, man. That'd be a good one night for drug addicts. Uh, prep meals for drug addicts. Have a little one with a little nug. A little paper, and the next one, a little Jack Daniels, a little bump. should be gone before Wednesday, huh? I know, huh? <laughs> one with a gun. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking about drug. We can't prep shit, huh? I, tend, I knew a guy that he said, we were, he'll buy by eight ball, uh-huh. and then he'll like, we're only going to do half, Felipe. And I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, you're going to do half. I'm going to do the rest when you're asleep. That's hilarious. <laughs> and the next day, we're both. I'm helping them look for it. <laughs> I don't know where it went I think you put it on. I don't know there. man I was up all night man I didn't see anybody take it That's hilarious So what's so fool man what's Tell up? us about that boo. One hour special man Oh man this is what Talk I did the man The idea and how hard it is People think it's easy Think it's easy Felipe At the Young comics have been doing it for 5 years 10 years Who are really funny yeah. Man nobody's asked me For a Comedy Central special Nobody's gonna ask you But you don't live in answer. New York You're out of the radar Yeah Yeah So what I did was um I bought 10 iPhones. Oh, my God. I went out. I bought 10 iPhones. Let me just ask you a question, man. Did yeah. that woman that gets the free fucking um, workouts tell you to do that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what i did the you know after the, this shit the frugal the frugal go May,
4: <laughs> oh man nah
1: check this out man <laughs> is this something about how my thing man <laughs> <laughs> what you got to do is <laughs> all you got to do my man Nah, what i did was uh <laughs> that sounds like, sound like a scam already man i went out you this go to I bars did. you get credit cards no. <laughs>
4: <laughs> you write down the credit card numbers right so what i did was um i bu- I finally got my credit. Give are a high five. Just, on, just on buying ten iPhones. <laughs> yeah, man.
1: I know that somehow along the way you're not gonna own ten iPhones.
4: Nah, <laughs> nah, nah. nah, nah, nah. <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you what I did. What I did. So, <laughs> I bought. I got an American Express. My first American Express, right? Because and uh, so I got it, and I went to the Apple store, and I went in, and I go, I want ten iPhones. And they were like, hold on. for ID? No, they sent out a dude with a different color shirt. <laughs> <laughs> they sent out that dummy, and he was like, uh, why do you want 10 iPhones? And I, first, I'm thinking, oh, this is some race shit. Like, why are you asking me? <laughs> I, I want to give you my money. Yeah, right? I'm going
1: I'm to break into it. Yeah, <laughs> like, well,
4: what am what I going to do? And I, so I was like, I have a business, and I want to hand them out to my employees. That's the lie that I made up. And then they go, well. What's your well,
1: business name? I
4: know. I <laughs> know. And I was like, and so then they go, he goes, well, we, you can only buy two at a time. And I'm still thinking, this because I'm black, man. I can only buy two. But apparently Samsung had just stole their, however their shit works, and they and they Samsung yeah they lost in a lawsuit and Samsung paid them in pennies from a dump truck. So, Shut up. Yeah yeah man Samsung was like yeah okay yeah we took your shit and then Samsung basically all right how much are we yeah yeah we'll pay you and they sent uh, dump trucks full of pennies how many and of them? dumped them I don't know I don't know but you can find them on the internet and so so then they they mad paranoid so they have a, a rule you can only buy two iPhones so I had to make. Four trips, because I took my brother-in-law with me on one trip. And, uh, yeah, I took... Uh, and so I was. I, I bought them. I bought 10 iPhones, and I went to the West Side Comedy Theater. You've been there, right? Yes. It's well lit. A lot of people don't know uh, when you shoot shit, it's all about lighting. You you can't fix bad lighting. You know what I mean? So whatever your camera is, if it's lit well, the shit's going to pop, right? So I, I wrote on this TV show called Are We There Yet? and became friends with the DP there, this guy named Bill Burner. Bill was in town and helped me light the room so it would be no dead spots, right? And I use also bought these lenses from this spot called Alo Clip. Cause they have these Zoom Ilo lenses. Clip. Yeah. O L L O C L I P. Bought like four lenses from there. Put them on like four of the phones. And we we put the phone and they iphones um, also have steady cams, right? This shit is crazy. Steady cams were like two hundred bucks. I went and got those from Sammy's camera, kept all my receipts, right? Shot the whole special, uh, did two rooms, Did Neil, hopped on Neil Brennan's room at the end. And, and this was not a produced special, meaning that nobody came out before me and said, all right, Owen's going to come out. I want y'all to laugh big. I want y'all to clap on the jokes. It was nothing like that. It was just totally organic. Like, they thought I was doing a 10-minute spot, but I just kept going. So you can <laughs> see the audience like, what the fuck? The special's called in the light. <laughs> <laughs> Give so, him the light. <laughs> you can see him. Start to ride with it, and then they start. They become, you know, an awesome audience. They, I'm getting applause breaks now. At the end, I get standing ovation from both shows, right? Did they see the iPhones? They saw, yeah, they saw the cast. Everybody had on black, but people, some people had monopods with the iPhones because I hired some, some people to work the camera, right? So they saw it, and we had the sign-up saying you're being recorded, but they thought, like, the whole show, it was just like the show was being recorded. They didn't know that I was shooting an hour special, right? So then I shoot the thing. Dumped the footage on my, which you call that shit, laptop. Then the next day, I took one camera guy and uh, I returned all the iPhones and I got my money back. <laughs> I got like 13 grand back or whatever it was. So if I edited the special myself, it technically would have cost me nothing. But because I, I, made, I, had, I had a little money, I, I was able to link up with this great editor named Jeff Urin who did Chappelle's Killing Me Softly and a whole bunch of comedy specials for Comedy Central. He's a six-time Emmy Award-winning cat. He was so excited about how disruptive this special was that he got behind it and we cut it. And you can't even tell it's shot on iPhones if I didn't tell you. And so um we we did experiments. We showed people the special and didn't tell them what it was shot on. And I'm like, man, that's great. And then we were like, I shot that on iPhone. So like, what the fuck? Like you were seeing them like lose yeah. their shit. So we were like, do we tell people or do we not tell people? But I just think it's cool That I, you know, was able to pull it off and I just, you know, just did it. And so now it's just available on Vimeo Pro, on my website, OwenSmithLive.com. It's just five bucks or you can pay whatever you, you know, you want to pay for it. And I'm doing my friend's podcast. Thank you so much for having me on just to, you know, spread the word.
1: What's up, fool? Wow. That's amazing, man. Has Apple... Got a hold of you to do a commercial like nah, not what yet. you could do with the iPhone. Ba-dum, ba-dum, ba-dum. I know
4: I, that's what everybody a was badass hoping. Commercial, I know, man, I know, and I uh, will sell Hallamore. <laughs> I know, I know, man. I mean, I feel like since Apple just acquired Beats, because I was I'm a voice in, of one of the Beats Pills. Yeah, you do these Beats Pills commercials? It's Chris Rock, me, Eminem, Earthquake, Corey Holcomb, and Tashina Arnold. We're Rodrigo all like Torres. Yeah, <laughs> we're all voices of the of the pills and. Apple just acquired Beats, and so they're still like, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully they'll find it or somebody will tell them on their radar. We've been trying to let them know about it, but. If anybody out there knows how to get in touch with somebody who gives a damn. <laughs> you also had a little video,
3: it. too, of you returning the album. Yeah, that's right? in the
4: trailer. We, yeah, we recorded it. Yeah, I returned <laughs> the oh wow. it. It was on. crazy, man. They kept they kept kicking, trying to kick my man out. Dude asked me at one point, "You see with you? I was like, nah, nah, <laughs> dude. my man was holding the camera up. It was yeah. great. Yeah, and we how
3: were you it. able to return him? What, what context? What did you tell him?
4: Oh, man, I said, uh, my, my business partner and I got our wires crossed. He's in New York. He already bought them, so I don't need these. So, yeah, man, I was ready to have my acting class shit, man. This shit paid off. And he 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 said, and he was like, how many? I said, 10. And he was like, <laughs> So because I bought them from different stores, because of that dumb rule, I had to sit there for like 20 minutes while he did re- returned each one individually. And I was like, God, this is the longest wait. But, yeah, but all, the long, I had one of them long-ass... Fucking uh circuit city receipts <laughs> he had a scroll, yeah <laughs> the scrolls yeah, 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 um, you know how when you uh have to submit tapes yeah. for uh you know, to get on late night or what have you, I just started using my phone organically like in a pinch, like yeah' cause, cause i st- I feel i still I don't know if you feel this way, but I still feel kind of corny or just weird bringing in a tripod and a camera, yeah me too. to take yeah. me. So I was always trying to be as indiscreet as possible. But then I see, like, these young hungry cats, they, they had their phone or they have something in a, in, a, in a fucking clamp that grips to a door. And they're like, yeah. You know, I'm like, who, what the fuck is this? So. Well, you go
1: put a stick of gun behind it <laughs> and put it on somebody's forehead. <laughs> just stick tripod. it on
4: there. <laughs> I know. So I was like, what's the smallest thing I can use? So sometimes I would bring somebody and be like, yo, man, just just hold my phone for me while I do this, this quick five or whatever, quick ten. And I looked at it and I was like, this shit looks great. And then I got those Aloe Clip lenses and I just ran some tests on it in the room. And I was blown away by how it captured the light and how it worked together. And then um, we, we just did it. Yeah, yeah.
1: So, how many footages you have on the special?
4: How many phones did I use? Yeah, yeah. I used, I had, I bought 10 phones. I only used nine. So it was like, it's nine different angles. So
1: you had one in the back. Yeah, I
4: had one locked off behind me for that dope shot, uh, in the beginning because you could see like the rays of light cutting through. It looks really cool. I had, um, two people on, um, Two people with the steady cams walking around getting some audience shots and getting me to make you know to cheat that little that jib shot. Yeah. You know, that that is the sexy thing. Cause comedy specials for the most part, it's a whole bunch of like smoke and mirrors and sexy shots for your setups. But everybody's punchline is still this main shot right yeah. there. So it's a whole bunch of oh, we got a jib, we got a thing, oh, oh, look at this sliding shot. And it's all sexy looking, but that punchline is still like right here so we had I had two cameras covering that to make sure because I shot a special in 2007 where I I paid for everything and it cost me almost a hundred grand I didn't know it was gonna cost that much I had I lost a patch of hair a girlfriend like all this shit and nobody bought it cause the um the, the money shot whatever whatever the fuck this is called the mid me, medium shot yeah um that camera guy was soft focus meaning he was fucking um blurry so I couldn't use any of his shots. So my whole special, all my jokes are over my left shoulder because that was the only dude on his money. So uh, nobody would buy it. So it's the most expensive demo tape on YouTube. <laughs> Should add a little, a little devil, a little angel on the shoulder, <laughs> <laughs> little something right there. So I was depressed, man. I was scared to even try to shoot something. It took me years to even get the courage to to do to do this cuz i i hadn't stopped being funny i hadn't stopped thinking of shit i just was like you know i just want to express myself so that's why i did this that that was it was a reaction of of that and i'm i'm happy to say it's selling man like every week you know i wake up i'm getting some
1: nice some nice numbers, man. How's the sound quality though? Was Incredible. It, was it the sound from the phones? No, 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 sound?
4: no, nah, man. I had a, my brother-in-law does sound, so we used the sound board for me, and then we put mics in the house. You know what I mean? And put and ran it all through the board. So it sounds great. Yeah, and the, yeah, because and, and the room is uh, small, so it wasn't. We didn't need many mics to pick up the laughter. So everything else was was classically done, but. Um, because he was my brother-in-law, you know, it wasn't, I didn't have to pay him. I had to, you know, it was a meal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everything kind of just organically fell into place. You know what I mean? Like um, West Side, let me use the spot um, if I could, if I kept their their name up in the back. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to having to pay whatever fee they make up for that, you know, service. So I found a, a signage shop, Universal Studios. A lot of cats don't notice. They really help out young um you know filmmakers it's intimidating because it's fucking universal but there's a big building dedicated to helping us out and this dude made my sign for like 60 bucks and it's dope like and i had my i had a designer dude design it and it's one of those double stick signs you know and it, 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 it was sick man and so uh so everything just kind of fell into place just because so I said you I'm you covered like,
1: do up it. the Santa Monica Theater sign?
4: No, that's on one side. But then, you know, they got a big patch of just dead air. I put yeah. my thing over there on that side. So it looks cool, man. It looked really cool. Yeah. Mm, Just I a little mean, intimate, man. small, little
1: organic special. You know what I mean? Hardcore you know? DIY, I'm, I'm thinking of having my special now, and having the background look, look look like a NASCAR car with a bunch of advertising. Hilarious. You should sell <laughs> every Top spot. Deal. La Flor Bakery. You huh? should. All the spots you go to. NASCAR, fucking King Taco. Put them all in the back. Tommy's. Tommy's. <laughs> People watching my special. Oh, that's so funny, but you don't want my Domino's to this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Give going to Tommy's
4: after this. Yeah.
1: When How you did you come up it? with the idea? Like I
4: said, man, in two thousand seven, instead of buying a house, <clears> I, <throat> I um I was working on Everybody Hates Chris. I was a writer, uh, I would, I did punch up on Everybody Hates Chris and I was an actor. That was Chris Rock sitcom. So every week I would meet Hollywood royalty to me. Like a lot of famous uh actors from Jack A. Harry, uh who was on two two seven and like all of them they did our show. So I'm talking to him, and they knew I did comedy, and I was talking to this dude named Ernest Thomas. He was on a show called What's Happening. He was, ah-ha-ha. Ha. He did the Raj dance. <laughs> one of the nicest cats, man, and he had some of the uh, most
1: amazing. Rerun?
4: Not rerun. Rerun's the fat dude. Um, oh, Dwayne. Dwayne is hey, 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 hey. Hey, hey, The one with the glasses. Yeah. Yeah, Rod. Raj. He's a good actor. He's yeah, good man. Malcolm X. Malcolm X. Yeah, he's a fantastic actor, man, from Gary, Indiana, same town as my wife is from, and, and um, we were talking and I was just frustrated because uh, Kimber Rickenball did something kind of funky to me and I don't even know if it was Kimber or a dude from Three Arts. and I know you're not supposed to name names but you know fuck it Uh, <laughs> I was at a point where um, I went to Hamosa Beach and George Carlin was still alive and uh, he was performing there so I wanted to go watch him. Kimber Rickenball who was of Rick Mill Productions if you watch any of the old 30 minutes and hours to will say Rick Mill because they got the contract or whatever they did. They did all of them. Full Dave. Frontal Comedy
1: has Rick Mills.
4: Rick Mills, yeah. And and Kimber's a, a lovely woman. I'm not, you know, whatever. But I don't know if they would just say, hey, let's just fuck with Owen. I don't know what happened. So anyway, I am st- I did Premium Blend when Wanda Sykes hosted. And then I'm standing, and I but I never got a half hour. and But I was, uh, you know, and so I was wondering why I never got asked to be, have a half, ha- half hour, but I didn't even know who to ask, right? So I'm standing there watching George Carlin perform, Kimber Rickenball runs over to me and her first sentence is, why don't we have a half hour on you? I was like, I don't know. She was like, send me 21 minutes and it's done. So I didn't know how hard it was to get 21 minutes in this town. Uh, I asked. I asked the dude that manages. I said, "Hey, man, can I get 21 minutes? You heard her. You heard her. You you were right there. I just need 21 minutes." Yeah, I mean, he was just giving me seven minute spots.
1: <laughs> fuck Richard.
4: <laughs> I like Richard, but I was like, and I don't even know why. I'm, but I just, I, I just couldn't understand it. I couldn't understand why the fuck I can't get 20. You just heard her say it, man. This helps La everybody. <laughs> couldn't get it. I couldn't get it. So then I went to, um, I had to go somewhere way out. I got the 21 minutes. And I had it, and I go, hey, let me try to leverage this into getting representation. Because at the time, I was on Everybody Hates Chris. And two of the producers were with Three Arts, uh, Dave, Becky, and, and um, the other dude, the main dude, Michael Rotenberg. So I tell them the story while we're in Video Village. And I say, hey, man, um, I got this. I want to send this over to Kimber Rickenball. Here's her card. She gave me her card. Can you call her you know so maybe we can leverage this into me eventually being with with three yards he goes yeah i I represent kimber it's a slam dunk he calls kimber rickenball apparently (laughs) i'm not there when he calls her calls me back a day or two later he goes yeah i spoke to kimber she says she never heard of you can you believe that damn so 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 i'm just like what what do you do with that? You just this young kid just out here just trying to trying to get a half hour. She literally said to me, "Why don't we have a half hour on you?" I just I did premium blend. It just makes you feel like do I matter? Like what the fuck, man? So I was so I was telling that story to Ernest Thomas cuz it just it just happened. And Ernest Thomas said something to me that just took away all the the being the negative dude in the comedy condo energy away from it. He was just like, "Yo, man, uh I've been in this business basically like since before I was fucking born. He goes, there's one thing I know. Don't wait on Hollywood to give you permission to be great. And that fucked me up right there. That's when I decided, all right, I'm gonna do my own shit. I don't care. I can't let them, whoever is in charge, decide to say that I'm good enough or that I'm not good enough. I know when I stand in front of audiences, they laugh. I know, I know when I walk down the street in Harlem, people will be like, "Yo, what's up, my man? Yo, we funny. That's a comedian. I, I know I matter. So I was like, I'm gonna do this. So, I did a bunch of colleges. I did like oh, over 150 colleges one year. So I stacked that money, and instead of buying a house, I shot the special one, that's now on YouTube. The first one. <laughs> the An- first one. Anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah, I called it Anonymous. And uh, I Terry Crews. Sh-
1: that was like Head and Shoulders one.
4: <laughs> that was the. Yeah, that was the one with with, with the dude. The uh the the medium shot dude he he was off so everything was off my left shoulder so if you don't know anything about comedy and you watch the special you're going to laugh at it but if you're a buyer you're going to be like I can't I, that's not how we present our comedy so I learned that lesson so uh, Terry Crews who's a huge star now came down he introduced me he flew to, I shot it in South Bend Indiana South Bend Indiana because I went to Notre Dame. At the time, I was always in these writer's rooms. If you pitch a joke or something, somebody would just go, they won't get that in the Midwest. And then I would ask them quietly, have you ever fucking been to the Midwest? And they're like, no. I'm like, why are you? How do you know? Yeah, how do you know? And why is that a thing? So I just wanted to shoot this special in one of the most conservative cities in the country, but I'm just going to be me, and you'll see them cracking up at it. So that was like a whole my whole plan in doing it. And um, the budget just the person I wanted to direct it where the budget would only been like at 40 grand. He couldn't do it. He recommended a guy. He inflated the budget. Biggest check I ever wrote in my life. And I was like, fuck. And, uh, but it was, I thought it was going to come out great. He didn't catch the soft focus, dude. And, uh, so yeah, that was, uh, it it was a painful lesson. So that's so, so when it came time around, so this whole special is about, I was engaged when I shot it. Right. And so this whole special was about you just reminisce when when you get engaged. You reminisce over all the places your dick has been <laughs> <laughs> to get you to this point. I was like, I'm amazed. I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> all the places I let my dick take me. So this is and you once you become married, you can't when, really you got, tell these stories you anymore. You living
1: together when you got engaged?
4: Um, we did move in together before we got married. Yeah, and and um, her mom. Has some hesitancy against that,
1: man. When, when but, I got engaged, we were already living together, so much. Yeah. I got those feelings that you're talking about. Yeah. On the date, we were gonna move together. Oh wow! Doomsday, I called it. <laughs> 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 that's hilarious. But then we got married, man. Everything, everything was like brand new. Yeah, it started fresh. So it was nice, right? Yeah, like when, every day is new.
4: When is your When is your uh, um, anniversary?
1: Twelve. She made it simple for me not to forget. 12, 13, 14. That's
4: fucking brilliant.
2: <laughs> she knows
4: her man. Yeah, mine is July 20th. Cause, and my wife made it simple because my birthday is July. So i remember everything that happens in fucking July. It's real easy. And so uh my birthday is July 3rd. So, yeah, man. So, so this whole special is basically about everything that I learned, especially, like, in this dating climate, like how hard, how fucking hard it is to find a wife because technically, tradition—they don't make traditional wives anymore. Like everybody's independent, and when you dating an independent woman, that goes against being a, in a relationship. Because independent woman can't wait to tell you, "I don't need no man," and then you be like, "I could tell," because all your furniture is wobbly. You know? <laughs> yeah, you might not need a man, but this chair sure could use one. God damn, you know? So I was—I was just talking about what it's like just being out there, and so the, it's a themed special. It's all about one thing. And and uh, it's, it's, it worked out good, man. Yeah,
1: I'm proud of it. Wow, man! I, I feel like all these guys when when they talk about, yeah, man, dating independent woman. Yeah, but I don't even, I don't know the difference because I know that a lot of times I never paid for my food.
4: Yeah, man, you you that dude. You you that dude. You know how to you know how to I make. Know, I don't know how
1: it happens. You
4: looking <laughs> look, looking at you, I would want to pay for your food. You know how to, you ride a bike across town. You know, you are so fucking brilliant. You're Columbo, man. <laughs> Columbo. You, know how to, you know how to
1: make motherfuckers Earth. feel. So what were you last week? I know. I you know, know how to man. make, like. You're so like, clever. I talk about these guys, like these comedians, bro, that bitch did give me shit. What?
4: Yeah, man, bro.
1: What happened, bro? Where did it all go wrong? Yeah, she didn't pick you up. <laughs> <laughs>
4: nah, man, those are all red flags in my dating community. If, I'm, if I if I needed my wife to pick me up, that would have been our only date. Only date. Like, I had to do shit, like, which I was happy to do. Because that's the thing. I was raised to be a gentleman. From the Bahamas, bro. From the Bahamas. And then I was raised by a single mom. So my mom told me later in life that she raised me to be the man she wished she married. Which means, because my father was a hoe, right? My father fucked everything. He got it in. Because that's what he was raised that that's what a man was so like i remember i remember when i was a kid i would talk to my grandfather on my father's side on the phone when i was like seven on my birthday He'd be like, happy birthday i be like hey grandpa you got a girlfriend i'm like i'm seven <laughs> put your mother back on the phone like he didn't want to talk to me uh. if i wasn't talking about getting that ass and so that's how my father was raised so my mom raised me not to, like, validate that as much. So I was never the dude that would show you a naked girl on the phone. I'd have it, but I wouldn't be like, yo, Felipe, man, look at this bitch. Like, I I just knew I was doing it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm dating in an environment where the energy was different, man. Like, there ain't want no corny-ass gentleman opening the door. Who the fuck is you? So that's that's what I was, you know, just going up against. Like, what kind of dude? You know, do I need to be, because I could be dirty, but I ain't going to want to be with you forever. Then you're going to want to be with me. I'm done. You know what I mean? So it was all about finding who's compatible. It was, the special is deep, man. It's one of the most personal ones that I've that I've done, and I'm, I'm getting
1: even more personal, you know, in the work. That's the kind of comedy I like doing. So. Yeah, man. Yeah, man, man. Rodrigo right here, man. He's a romantic, right? I, I keep, I keep it like you, dog. Everybody's yeah.
3: all in the promotional tip, you know. Yeah, no, I'm talking about women. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, <Hilarious>. like that. <laughs> that's how I am with women.
1: Yeah, you know, it's good, man. You gotta speak to them like a dude, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
3: no. I'm the type of dude that there's a fine chick and everybody's all. Hooded. I'll bust a funny ass joke
4: and like yeah. get me out
3: of the park and out just to make my friends laugh. Nice. Meanwhile, motherfuckers be in the back talking about you know. Yeah, Rodrigo's a church. I love oh, for real?
4: <laughs> yeah, it's dirty out there, man. It's rough no. out there. That's why I call it a special. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> That's what I call it, baby. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> it's rough out Hope there. Hope you make it. Hope you make it. That applies to
1: anything. <laughs> do, do you have, like, friends who are not comics or actors, man, who they're, like, our age? Yeah. And they can't find nobody, but they're successful in, the, in whatever they do. Yeah. And they wonder how, bro... How you do that, man? Yeah. Like Joker, bro. Martin's friend. <laughs> I don't get it, dog. Like they want to marry somebody. Since so the yeah. day I met them, they want to meet somebody. They want to get married. but I don't know what's going on, bro. Maybe you're not going to the right places. Yeah. Maybe you should be you shouldn't walk up to women at the gym and say you, you wanna you want to spot you, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from massage barbers, dog. Uh, <laughs> don't give away that big smile right away, bro. yeah Hell you're no. giving away too much. When you smile at a girl, that you just mad? Yeah, she looks, you look desperate. You are like,
4: That's <laughs> you gotta
1: give a little smirk. Yeah, you gotta you gotta know yeah, you can't look, you can't you look so thirsty. You give that bitch a little smirk, like. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck you. <laughs> you don't fuck. You don't look at her like this. Like yeah, a little smirk like eh. yeah. Like she's not ready for the big smile yet. Just a little, little corner. Yeah, a little. that's the whole big smile. You yeah. don't want the big smile. you not ready. You don't deserve the big smile. <laughs> that's funny. You need to find yeah. Yeah. In the morning, night like, when I'm waking up, you're like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little smirk like it's funny as soon as you smile it's over yeah smile is over yeah. bro you're right you, because she things that you're already in yeah look at this okay. confident motherfucker that's all the stuff you gotta learn that's yeah man yeah, you gotta, you gotta, gotta learn that trial and error bro. trial and error and
4: that's, that's what dudes do and we have long memories and a lot of women don't know this is gonna sound like some R&B shit but we <laughs> we, we hurt just as much as y'all hurt like but we just do it differently like if a woman oh I hurts, know how giggle hurts yeah if a woman hurt breaks our heart we can't Call our boys, and they ain't coming over, and, and you know, and we ain't gonna watch uh, sad movies and all that shit. It's like no they tissues. they try to get you into another girl as soon as possible, which is not healthy. You know what I mean? And it's like you just gotta learn. Like you just learn certain chicks, you can't smile at; they can smell that. and then you gotta learn like all of that stuff. And and so yeah, it's good luck, everybody. Yeah, I know I know a lot of cats who. And the thing about me, too, I was just talking to a friend of mine I grew up with. I didn't realize this. Like, I never saw my mom work it out with a dude. Right. And a lot of the women I was dating never saw their mom work it out with a dude. So we're basically both trying to pretend to be in a relationship. We don't know what the fuck we doing. See what I'm saying? It's like when it gets real, like I only know how to protect me and she only know how to protect her. So that's when that's when your boy calls you in the morning like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? And so I had to learn how to get past that hump and trust. You see what I'm saying? That that she's not going to hurt me. And she had to learn to trust that I wasn't going to hurt her. And so, yeah. So in in there, that's where the comedy comes. I tell this story about because my my girl was over 30 when I met her. And women over thirty, to me, are the sexiest because they live life a little bit. You know what I mean? They got that princess dream beat out of them. <laughs> they got they got good stories, but 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 be, because they over thirty, that means some shit happened to them in their twenties. Yeah, they're not, they're not looking for Mister Right. Yeah because they Right now yeah that something happened so you she dealing with the Right hook already yeah, <laughs> yeah yep, yep and so you don't know you don't know what you dealing so you're dealing with the most suspicious woman on the planet she ain't gonna believe shit you
1: say mm-hmm. <laughs>
4: yep you're gonna get a lot of that mm-hmm. and women over 30 don't blink man they looking right at your ass waiting for that other shoe to drop like see, women
1: over 30 man when you're sleeping they're still thinking about what you said the night before yep, awake yep <laughs> pondering pondering thing. plotting oh, All that, shit on that that up, yeah, man. (laughs) All
4: that, because they felt something happened in their twenties, and they determined not to let that shit happen again. So I talk about like all that, like what that looks like, and when you dating those women, because as a dude, you start to understand, like when you when we thirteen, like. Unless you like a gorgeous motherfucker. if you When you 13, when you like girls, 13-year-old girls don't like 13-year-old boys. So when we first come into the game, we usually get rejected. You know what I'm saying? You get rejected like 13, 14, 15. Then you finally get a little chest. You finally start figuring out what your moves are. If you a funny dude, if you you know, whatever, right? So then shy. if you shy, whatever works for you, you start learning your moves. You know what I mean? But then, so like when we were tw- in our 20s working the road, I knew... What act I could do to get laid? Literally that week, I knew. Like for us, we still I had didn't. to go. Still don't know. Oh man, dude, <laughs> it was, it was crazy, dude. I was, I was like the Incredible
1: Hulk, man. <laughs> Willie Barcena, <Borsetta>, bro. <laughs> I, I remember, bro. That as soon as the hot chick would show up, yep. he'll put away his his new jokes, yep. in his pocket. And they'll start ripping with the old shit. That's like, it. With the with the Tonight Show set. That's it.
4: Sometimes it ain't even that. You could just be mad, confident, and funny. See the girl you like and just go. Oh, those are some nice boots. Then go back into your show. She gonna come up to you at the end and be like, "You were so funny." Boom, you got it. You like, or it was shit like we used to have to. I don't know how they do it now, but when we would come to towns, we used to go to the mall. You know what I mean? And people be people like, still go to the mall. Yeah, and we were like, "Hey man, we we comedians, we performing in town, and you try to find the baddest chick." And then you were like, "Come." So then a mistake that cats would make, bring all your friends. So then the girl would come, but she would bring a crew, right? She bring other girlfriends, dudes that want a fuck her but ain't confident enough to say nothing yet. Then all of y'all got to go out afterwards to a bar, you know, that, and you ain't from there. So now you are clearly, like, the enemy of all these other people, and <laughs> the shit don't always turn into what you want. I, I got so crisp that I was like, listen— uh, bring whoever you want to bring, but bring a separate car because if you like me, I'm going to want to hang out with you. That's all I would say. You said all that. I would say, all, but I learned to say all that. But you can't say it. You can't be saying, you can't sound creepy. It's got to come in a casual, she's got to already be laughing. You can't just, open. Oh, listen, bring whoever, you can't, <laughs> nah man, you sound like Dexter. You can't do it come like that.
1: A, come in a van, I said. <laughs>
4: right, right. And so, and and nine times out of ten, that would work. They would come, See if I was funny. And it was, so it was, it was a mature thing that was happening. But after you, after you exhaust that and you figure out how to, that shit starts getting empty, man. It's crazy. And you start to learn. You learn shit like if a woman likes you, she'll start telling you where she lives without, without, without you asking. You know what I mean? She'll tell you where I be. Yeah, she's like, you know, I stay over by that Ralph's And You be like, oh, shit, why are you telling me where you You know what I mean? Like it's little things you learn to listen for. Okay, so she like me. You know, because I know it's been a lot of times you've missed a
1: woman that likes you, then you see her years later, she goes, you know I always liked you, you be like,
2: fuck!
1: <laughs> yeah man, this this girl told me one time, bring, yeah. I, I was do- working work at Dodger Stadium, Yeah. and then she said, bring me a Dodger dog, and I didn't know that she were, she meant the Dodger the dog. The Dodger dog. <laughs> the double D. So the, so the actual Dodger dog, we're both eating them bro. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Chivalry ain't dead. Sure, it we ain't dead. Fucking hot dogs. That's
1: hilarious. Watching movies. Oh man! I'm not even thinking about sex. <laughs> you got jalapenos. <laughs> I'm just thinking about man. You got any? You got chips? I like hot dogs with like, crunched up chips on top. That's hilarious.
4: <laughs> yeah, man. You you learn all that shit, and then but then once I got a little older, I was like, I want something a little more real something something less temporary but I didn't even know how to begin doing that because I wasn't pursuing women I was only dating who picked me meaning I would be funny on stage and then just my stand whole life. around.
1: yeah whoever picks me that's wins that's it they
4: win and then I was like you know what I never pursued I haven't pursued a woman in years I've never
1: pursued a woman dude I'm on Facebook and Instagram, and hilarious. That's the right. new. That's the new way. Social this, networks. That's Snapchat. how they do it. That's how, that's, how, that's, how, that's my man's generation. Pursue him, but I don't talk to him. I just pursue you. Yeah, <laughs> I know where you're at though. <laughs> my you my know man where told me, be, but I ain't going yeah. over no there. I was talking. But this I just one know. Comedian. I know.
4: Yeah, I was talking this one comic. He said, if a girl likes two of your your tweets, that means she like you, man. No, That's bullshit. <laughs> I was like, that's where we at now, sir. Oh Yo, if a girl retweets <laughs> two of your tweets, that's then 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 you DM her, right? Then you meet her. I was like, oh. shit it. Like that's that's that. I used to have to go to the mall. You know what I'm saying? Now this dude is just tweeting shit. Whoever t- <clears throat> that's it. And Inst- in on before Twitter, had
1: a, yeah, I had, yeah. a, had a mailing list
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: with comments on it. Wow, <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's
1: hilarious. Put your email, your name. name. Yeah, you put out your phone number. Address. I'll send you tickets. Oh, leave comments. That's hilarious. So then you go. Oh, this, I he thought you were so cute. You, you were so funny. That goes in this pop. That goes in this highlight. it. call you at midnight. That's right. I know I could call you at midnight. Uh huh. That's
4: smart. Everybody. Every dude has his thing. We're all mad scientists. That was your thing. You fucking sat there and you came up with that and it worked for you. As a you know future I mean?
1: act, I would hang up by the bathroom
4: right after That's I it? killed. And hey, and if a girl stayed in the bathroom too long, you'd be like, oh, she's taking a shit. I can't. No, I didn't see <laughs> about that, man. <laughs> I would. I'd be like, she's been in there too long. Uh-uh. <laughs> what's going on with her? What's wrong with her life? Co- <laughs> Who shits in a comedy club? bathroom? her hands <laughs> just my like, farts. She's like, how you doing? You was funny yeah man so you know i became i I learned how to do all that shit but this other shit this marriage shit this is like a new like you said it's fun every day it's a different thing and i never had anybody have my back like this before it's crazy like my wife would like never been loved never been never been never allowed myself to be loved this much you know what i mean like there were people out there who
1: wanted to but i just wasn't ready (laughs) you know what i mean you're like nah that's yeah. something I can never stop, like, I can never stop somebody from loving me. Nah, you can't
4: control that. That's their gift.
1: It's a gift, man. You can't You love me too? Again. I love you too. You love yeah, me too. Uh, I love you too. <laughs> we all love each other. All love. It's all love. Me, what happened to me was, like, I was, like, um, other comedian, you know, I would meet women, yeah. and then, like, I didn't know how to detach uh-huh. I don't know how to say okay, we're done already. Okay? Yeah, I don't know. I want to see you ever again. That's but the first story I tell in my special. I don't know. It's exactly want
4: to see like you, again. you. And then they would steal your. They they would they would stay too long. Yeah, and then became my
1: girlfriend too. Yeah, yeah.
4: <laughs> that and was I had her plan. four
1: girlfriends. <laughs> and then it's, you know, like I'm balancing this. Like it works. Working yeah. for us. Yeah, that's called boundaries.
4: You didn't know how to set boundaries. I when I heard that word, I was like, oh shit, that's a thing yeah yeah, yeah man. man
1: Owen Smith special is, it's not a special it's a health book <laughs> it's a handbook for young guys and for women out there what to yeah. look out for might, might turn into a movie yeah I'm thinking
4: about I'm really my wife is on me I need to make it a fucking movie and I am going to do that yeah I got this other movie I'm writing right now that's gonna be bananas though yeah man you yeah. have a fat Mexican in it yeah man All come right. on man everything I do I try to get you in. you did the 411 with us it went nowhere but you were fantastic in it yeah. we
1: were um, we did like this little sketch yeah. right in front of the strip bar <laughs> down the street from my house you <laughs> were supposed to be
4: in the Middle East <laughs> <laughs> oh man I forgot man that was, it was so fucking funny so he was making up he was making up the story then we pan back and we see he's in front of a strip bar. We say, like, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's like, "Oh man, I forgot, man." <laughs> it was funny. It was funny. He was always funny. I remember when I first saw you. Um, I don't know where I was, but we did a show together years ago. You were, you were the funniest person I'd ever like I'd personally ever seen, and I and I I was so happy to see you, but I was also mad at the same time because I felt like you were probably going to get from white execs, we can't understand him. And I got really mad watching you because I was like, fuck, he's going to have to do an extra five years of work because of lazy motherfuckers. And when I saw you win last comic, I was so happy on so many levels uh, that, uh, I, you know, I'm glad to just know you, man. But yeah, like, man. I mean, I saw you in the club, and I was like, "Fuck, he gonna have they gonna they gonna do that shit to him?" I, I was like, "Fuck, look at the the people! Just look at the people fucking cracking up! This is all you got to see. Who cares?" And I and I and and when I saw when I saw you, it was years later, but you won that shit, and you to me, you were the only winner of that, aside from Alonzo, where no comic has shit to say. They were like, "Yeah, that's about right."
1: Uh, you know what yeah, I mean man. so yeah.
4: so yeah big respect man but yeah so definitely. that's true I
1: did get that after one last common standard yeah. we're in 2015 and they still don't know what to do with me
4: yeah but it, everything
1: I'm getting I get it without them exactly and that's why when I go into a meeting a meeting agency I say listen man and I'm gonna always tell this story yeah. Gabriel Iglesias is yep. selling out forever.
4: Telling stories about you. Yeah, right. That's yeah. And his whole his whole first hour special, the whole second half was about you. Damn. And and I was like, what the fuck? And and and, and it was just it was an amazing thing. But go ahead, I'll let you finish. I'm sorry. But uh, yeah. I, yeah, I, man. So, yeah. so there's that and mm-hmm.
1: then um Well, Gabriel Iglesias is on um, Magic Mike one and two. Good, good. But yeah. he did an audition. Okay. Uh, I think Chatham, called him personally. I want you in the nice. movie. Nice, But see, there's something that the agents didn't get. But yeah. they're all up in the photo. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what I hate. And that's one thing I want any agent I sign with. If you didn't get me that, yeah. I don't want you all up in the mix. Yeah. All up in dancing in the videos. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't need you for that. And I'm not going to pay you for that. Right. You right. know, I don't care. <clears throat> I'll get someone else to do the deal. I don't need you for right. that. Right. Yeah. All you need is a lawyer, man. And then the yeah. commercial I did for Honda, it was written for me. Fantastic.
4: That's. I mean, that's. And I, what I love about it. They get me exactly, you know? and that's all that meant. And, but yeah, I remember. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, man. This was years ago, and I remember feeling happiness and anger at the same. I re, I never forget that because I used to get. I used to watch people say because I, I I started cutting my comedy teeth in Chicago, great town. Um, is but it's it's the most segregated city in in America. So it's a black side and it's a white side. And so I played both sides. And so when I would submit my tapes to the white side, I would watch them go, we can't understand what he's saying. I'm like, I know what I'm saying. The people, the people laughing. And so I got it. So I bought a laugh. I lav mic and put the shit right here. I almost considered subtitling my shit just because. And so like, it's a commonality. when I saw, so when I saw you, I go, I know, I know they're going to do that to him. I know it. And I was just, and I, and I didn't know how to say that to you. I, who, why, I? you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? So I, so I was just rooting for you. You know what I'm saying? So then, then the work speaks for funny wins. You know yeah, what I'm man. saying? That's all, that's all it is. That's the lesson there. But,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, so how do you feel about, well, comedians apologizing for jokes? Ah, uh, well, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say
4: this. First of all, let's keep it 100. There's no sense. If you're in television... There's no, if you're in show business, there's no such thing as free speech. All right, no real talk. I run on Arsenio.
1: If you're you're in a part of a big show, that I, in the networks you're owned.
4: Yeah, there's no such thing. So get, stop, stop. You're, stop if you're it. like the
1: spokesman for Coca Cola.
4: Yeah. It's, it's, we, we will write a joke, it all had to pass through a lawyer think about it like when you're on an airplane they tell you how to buckle a seatbelt, not because you don't know how to buckle a seatbelt, it's so you can't sue them for not telling you how to buckle a seatbelt. that makes so sense No. if you if you were if you were uh, a network everything that we say is legally approved everything you see on tv is legally approved and everything we say on tv is to make sure white people feel comfortable that's real it, they don't give a fuck about anybody else how we feel because i see stuff i see us misrepresented all the time you could tell it was nobody black or brown in the room when they came (laughs) up with that decision but everything we do is is with that narrative and with that bias right so um i feel like but i do know that just because you're saying something the joke might not be ready you can still talk about anything it just might not be the right joke you see what i'm saying so like if you got to apologize for and but, but what's fucked up too, though, is like when people are tweeting your jokes and now you're getting in trouble, that's fucked up because who made that tweeter a news source? If we play telephone, <laughs> if we play telephone pole right now, if you told me a joke, then I told you and we went around the room, the joke's going to be different. So why am I trusting it? You know what I'm saying? It's um, I just feel like. But it but what's but what the good thing that's going to come from it is is really going to make comedians. You can't. Really, gen do like generalize as much anymore. Your shit's got to be more specific. I learned that from doing colleges, cause private schools are the most sensitive places, cause parents pay forty to sixty thousand dollars a year to keep their kids in a bubble. It ain't cause they're getting a better education; it's so that they don't have to hear words like fuck, shit, pussy, and all that till they twenty three or whatever the fuck. P- public schools, you can still kind of say whatever you want, but when you're going to get them letters, but if your shit is more specific, like this happened to me, this is how I feel about this because it happened to me. Then, it, but, but if you go, all people are like this, you're running the risk of you're going to have to apologize to somebody. So it's, it's forcing comedy to be more specific, which I think is healthier for the game. But um, most of the time where people have to apologize, it's because they, they generalize the group of people. And they don't know what the fuck they' talking about. You know what I mean? But uh, you know, but I—it's I, it's up to you. You can choose not to apologize, or you could choose to apologize. I mean, look at Donald Trump. He's—I—I I, I think that motherfucker must have an illness where he's gonna die in like eight months because he's just <laughs> saying whatever the fuck he wants, and um, you know, he's getting the repercussions, acting like it don't hurt. You know, but I don't know, man. I—I I, I saw Cat Williams not apologize, but Cat Williams. He has his revenue. He knows he can go to the people and sell out and do his thing. So he's like, no, I'm, I will not apologize to you. I don't, you know, he, he's doing his thing. So I just say you should really make sure you're, it's what you want to say. And if it's what you want to say, why do you want to say that? Because one time I was watching this one comedian, this white dude was on stage killing. I was enjoying this motherfucker's act. Then he ends his bit. He runs backstage and changes into a Klan uniform that's just big punchline right
2: <laughs> and
4: i'm like why like why are you why like i'm here with my black wife we're fucking enjoying now the whole audience looks at us we're uncomfortable i was like i'm i was rooting for you like what context is that for for you this white dude from wherever you from why 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 just just why he's <laughs> like i'm not i'm not offended i just want to know why you why are you doing that like and you only because, but if you did, if it was, if the whole audience was black, you would have dropped that bit. Yeah. So it's like, just do shit that you would do everywhere. Don't, you know, comfortably talk about shit in front of your group. And then when somebody else comes in, they are different. Like, yo, man, that shit ain't what you doing, you know? So to help you from not having to apologize... I, you know, you you it know, would help to get a little, you know, dig a little deeper. Don't just don't just say some shit.
1: Like, I have a joke that I get awed sometimes, but yeah. I don't care. I yeah. said, yeah, Mexican, we love beans. We uh-huh. you call them beaners, we're going to stab you. And <laughs> we love beans. This is how much we love beans. We love beans just as much as white people love kissing dogs in the mouth. That's how much. <laughs> exactly, that's how much. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> and you're like, oh.
4: Yeah, well, here's the thing with that joke too, but it's like, it's also like, social rules to that you're making fun of a, a non-oppressed group you know what i'm saying like first you're saying i love i names. know they
1: take it real personal
4: yeah but they do that
1: shit like that every that's the <laughs> image that's the propaganda that they, like they put talk, out in boston well this a fat lady got all sad. like i oh, don't fuck you lady
4: <laughs> <laughs> and yeah when white people they they have a history. It's a it's a documented history of how much they love their dogs. And as a as a brown person watching that shit, I'm gonna be like, yeah, they. I'm not doing that. I'm not the kissing no. no dog. <laughs> like it's, it's like, cold, like it's this movie Whiplash. Whiplash, right? That every young white person loves Whiplash. As you see the movie, no, it's about this dude that wants to be a drummer, right? And uh, he goes to the school, and it's played by the new. I call him like the new Vince Vaughn type dude. He's like a he, he, kind so,
3: looks like a young John Cusack. Huh?
4: Y- yeah, young John Cusack. And, and I saw and, the
1: one with Nick Cannon though. The drumline. Yeah, drum, my little son, like, yeah. Hilarious. So this dude goes to the school. I
4: never needed you. Yeah, and it's and the and the drum teacher's played by this established actor. He also does these uh, insurance commercials. That, that's
1: that's IBS, bro.
4: IBS. Yeah, Ir- from
1: From Juno. <laughs> from Juno. That's him. Oz. He was a Lady Killers, bro, with, yeah. with Marlon Wayans, and his whole life was I- IBS. So <laughs> this dude is amazing
4: in this movie. So the the first scene this dude, you know, he's playing, and the drum teacher's like, uh, he just smacks the shit out of him. <laughs> like your teacher smacks the shit out of him, right? And then... Uh, hit him back nah that's the thing so culturally i'm all i'm already out the movie i'm gone like what yeah. the fuck is this i would have told my mom this my teacher, dad would have showed up i would have been in a lawsuit dude but listen the the director cuts to a black student looking like mad but he don't do shit and like nobody talks to this kid so i'm go i'll go okay okay i'll write to you. so maybe this is told to the perspective or the point of view of this kid and nobody's going to interfere nobody whatever whatever so i give it a pass paul riser plays the dad right if you watch the movie, this is what took me out of the movie. Paul Riser played a pussy of a dad. Like, he ain't do shit. The reason why I say culturally I couldn't get with this movie, because look at P. Diddy. This motherfucker coming up to UCLA with a kettlebell. <laughs> because because a, a coach made fun of his son. Like, that's the kind of shit I'm used to. Like, Paul Riser ain't say nothing to this teacher in this whole movie. Like, no threat. Not Like, if anybody laid hands on me in school... Viola Smith would have had, it it'd have been on. My mom would have been up there. My uncles would have been up there. Like, I just needed to see that. Culturally, for me to ride with this movie, I couldn't get that this dude was on an island all by himself. You know, and so I'm trying to back up. Okay, maybe there's some other shit. But that's their point of view. But if they were pitching that to like a, a studio of all black and brown people, we'd be like, I don't get it. And it never would have got made. But if we went in with our shit, they'll be like, I don't get it. And it never would have got, got made. But the whole point is like, my my point is we need like inclusion. Like you need everybody, man, just to get just to at least even just to hear the arguments. You know what I mean? Like, nah, this ain't working for me. Cause my father would have fucked somebody up. Like for real. <laughs> yeah. My father would've come back, told me he was my father, then fuck somebody up. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, I just I just couldn't get I, I couldn't get with it. So but it meant something to a lot of people. A lot of people loved it. But once I point that out, they're like, "Oh yeah, uh, yeah. And, yeah. And
1: yeah." They're like Morgan Freeman, do the right thing. Yeah, he screamed at you, but he never smacked nobody. Oh, he tried to lean on me. Yeah, yeah. That's Yeah, yeah. He, he, he just scared you, but he never smacked you.
4: Never, never smacked. And he knew better.
1: He knew better. Call you
4: no, know, not don't put your hands, hands on, on kids. my kids. Right. Yeah. You don't do that. So when I saw that, I'm like, man. So, but I think, but then they were building for the, when he tackles him later, right? Okay, I get it. But I was frustrated, man. Just, I, you know what I'm saying? Just, and I was going
3: to tell you something right with that cultural yeah. point you you you're saying about Whiplash. He didn't go, and yeah. do anything to his dad or yeah. the teacher. But they went the other way. How they usually go? Right. They got an attorney.
4: Yeah, they got that dude fired formally. Yeah, know? yeah, quietly. But for us, it would have been both. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And you getting that? I mean, my my dad would have got sued for what he
1: said, but we suing you. I mean, but like, it is the whole so it's that's, a cultural thing because I know like a little yeah. league, yeah. Like I know like I know like like you know, white people little league, yeah. Their son don't get to play; they're okay with that. Okay, oh fuck that shit. Dude. Yeah, my son has a uniform, mom. He's right, fucking I paid play. this dude. We got the uniform. He playing? Yeah, my would, even my dad never showed up to a game, but I would see dads that were there at games and their sons are sitting down on the bench. Yep. He'll walk up to a coach. If you don't put my son in right now, I'm gonna fuck your ass yeah, up. Yep. Yeah. My son's gonna play. Yeah. He's gonna bat the ball. Yeah. He's gonna fucking be out there for one play one inning. Yeah. He's gonna he's gonna be a part of this game. Yeah. My friend played um
4: basketball. Sorry, son, you didn't play the game. <laughs> my friend well, played. Fuck that. He's gonna play. Next <laughs> and time. and coaches culturally are different. My my coach was hard on us, but my, my friend, he's a comedian. Too, he played basketball in Chicago and he said his coach would but literally, if you miss this free throw, I'm going to fuck you up. Like, you would hear it, like, in the game. Like, that's culturally what's happening, you know what I mean, in the game. And the kid would know, oh, shit, and, you know, make the free throw, whatever. Coaches would hit kids. Like, so when you see it on a collegiate level, this coach is yelling at these kids like this. To a, a large group of us, we're like, that ain't nothing. <laughs> like, but, I mean, I'm not saying it's good, bad. I'm just saying it's a— it's, uh, it's a lot of different experiences being had on a lot of different levels, you know. So there you go. I don't know where that went, but <laughs> yeah, man.
1: Yeah. I just um, I love when people say that. Well, this is America. Man, you can say whatever you want. No, yes, that you could because you're yeah. on your couch. Yeah, you're sitting down. Let me you say You don't it work like for now. nobody.
4: I'll say it like this. You can say whatever you want, but you can't control the reaction of the listener. There you go. So with every action is an equal and opposite reaction. So you can make fun of a group's religion or whatever but if they fuck you up then you know you can't control that they like my whole thing I with this, like... yeah my whole thing with the the charlie hebdo and people making fun of um muhammad and you know they're they're doing something called satire these these cartoonists they're arrogant to think that everybody gets satire you see what i'm saying like when my man with the FIFA scandal, the dude from Trinidad was holding up the onion. He thought that was real. So John Stewart and all that made fun of him because he didn't get it with satire. Everybody don't get that shit. They think this shit is real. You see what I'm saying? Like satire is is an elitist thing. It's not funny. It's just, in my opinion, it's just it's the clapter shit. It's like ha ha. That was that was clever. Very collegiate. Yeah, but it don't make you like ha. no. So if I'm looking at it. Everybody don't get it. So if you're doing satire, so now you're doing satire of a group of people who asked you, please don't make fun of my God. In some sections, they don't let their women vote or what have you. You think they're going to get your satire? No, they're going to fuck you up. And they've done it. <laughs> so why you keep thinking that your little joke is going to change something? No, we've seen like when I grew up. When um and I and I'm missing I'm mixing up all the sex so please forgive me but whenever shit went down in the neighborhood to protect to to restore order they would get the nation of Islam because everybody respected them they would get those tie brothers and they be like not today man sit down you ain't doing this name nah, nah. you know they didn't hire Hindus they didn't hire fucking no Christians they didn't hire no Lutherans they hired the nation of Islam because they Mean business. So if you think you can make fun of what they believe and think you're gonna make it to your car safe, that's just ignorant. <laughs> it's like, why, why, why even do that? You need to have a conversation with them and find out why can't we make fun of Muhammad? In that conversation, it might be the joke you want to do, but just blatantly doing that—that's what they're gonna do. That's just this the rules, <laughs> you know. So. You know, I don't get it, man. The first rule of comedy is know your audience. And if your audience is saying, I will fuck you up if you make fun of my God, then why would you do that without asking the extra question and then act surprised? That's all I'm saying. You know, with that whole, the whole, and you see it every couple of years that happened to Matt and Trey, they called a fat wild on It's like, you can do it, but this is what's going to happen. I'm just telling you. There's repercussions, though. Yeah, that's all it is. And that's something that we learn early. Like, yeah, man. When you start talking about somebody's head or whatever, they smack you in the mouth. You go, oh, shit, I went too far. Shouldn't oh, have yeah. Done. Mm, yeah, 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 shouldn't have done that right there. Okay.
1: I should not call that Mexican a Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Some mm, note to self. Yeah, me. man. Mexican. I yeah. thought, what's up, Mexican? You don't like it? No, you are Mexican, though. Yeah, <laughs>
4: it's, a, it's a more pragmatic approach, you know, because... Just to say that everybody's supposed to get satire—that's the—that's the most ignorant shit I've ever heard. You know what I mean? Like it's like, eh, nah, man, I'm, I'm I'm fucking you up. That's basically what—that's <laughs> you know—that's that's my satire right there. I'm hitting you know. So, good luck, everybody,
1: man. That's what I said. <laughs> so what's up, fool? You you a podcast.
4: Yeah, we got a podcast called Elias Smith and Leroy. It's me and Ali Leroy, showrunner, executive producer, and and, and me, uh, um, comedian, writer, you know, creator. And we talk, we have uh, in-depth conversations like this, largely with people in black Hollywood. So we talked to like John Ridley, who wrote 12 Years a Slave. We talked to Debbie Allen, who's like the queen of just everything. She's incredible. We've talked to one of my favorite singers, Layla Hathaway. We've talked to um, a, a swath of people. We've done like over 45 interviews and um, Dean, from, from, from Dean Edwards, who has a podcast on this, uh, station with my man and, uh, he has some amazing stories cause everybody has a story to tell man about a uh, Reggie Hutland who did Django and house party movies. And, and Reggie Hutland said something to me that was so powerful. He said, everything we create is propaganda. So you just got to decide what kind of propaganda you want to do. And that, that helped me with my writing process. Like, well, you know, what is it that I want to say? You know what I mean? And, uh, and but because you know how when you just there there's conversations that I had when white people are around and there's conversations <laughs> that I had when people just feel comfortable and um and when I say white people I mean uh there's there's certain there's specific white people that make you feel like you need to sit up straight <laughs> and, you know and then but when it's just us we're just actually talking about you know just more stuff and it's a fun podcast to do we really love it and and uh, we'd love for you guys to, you know, go over and listen. It's on iTunes and Stitcher. Yeah, Alias. Yeah, just type in Alias, A-L-I-A-S, Smith and Leroy. And Leroy is L-E-R-O-I. But after you get to, like, Smith, it'll pop up. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. You have any dates coming up? Yeah, man. I'm uh at the Comedy Store every weekend. Comedy Store every weekend. Uh, I might be performing in Abu Dhabi, Dubai. I might be doing that at the end of August. It depends. I'm up for a TV sh- I'm up for a show, so I'm waiting to see if I get the show. In Dubai, but- huh?
1: Tag your sponsor. Yeah. So you're going to Dubai? Yeah. So, the, the, the hashtag, I thought, tag your sponsor. Tag my sponsor? Okay, okay. No, I saw, this is a webpage called Tag Your Sponsor. Uh-huh. You know how you see all these porno-looking yes. hot models? Yeah, And they're posing and they're shopping in Dubai. But there's a page now that shows the guy who actually paid for the trip, oh who, wow, the guy who shit on her head the whole time. <laughs> are you and saying? so yeah, it's, they talk about it. These girls, yeah, they said willing to travel. They heard the main cities: Miami, New York, mm-hmm. Las Vegas, Dubai. Wow. And on this webpage is called "I'm um, Tag Your Sponsor," and there's all these dirty, dirty multi-billionaire stinky guys. Wow. Who hire these chicks uh-huh. for twenty five thousand dollars for the whole week? They go on this crazy shopping spree with a black card, but wow. that one night she has to fuck, she has Habib. To fuck Habib. And it's called down. Um, they give her the 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 the, the hummus special because oh. they shit on their heads. Oh God, no, that's that's not. So the guy that, that's that's, that's the tag. That's the. They thought shirts. If you, if your girlfriend's been to Dubai, it's. It's too late Holy fuck <laughs> Hilarious Did you watch
4: <laughs> Did you watch Um, Quincy Jones's daughter What's her name I forgot her name But she's an actor and from, all the that. Was yeah, life from the office Yeah from the office Rita
3: Jones, I,
4: Jones? R- Rashida Jones Rashida. She has a documentary On Netflix About amateur oh, porn girls or yeah, Yo girl porn. It's crazy Cause like When I was coming up Every fine girl Like I'm gonna say One out of every Four fine girls When I was coming up They were in a music video no doubt. You know what I mean? They were borderline video ho, you know. But that's that's a part of the game. You accepted it. But now for these kids, one of the every four girls according to the special could be in amateur porn cuz they want to just break free from their parents. They come to Miami, they making some money, world famous. World famous. So it's like, damn, like now you throwing this Dubai shit in there. It's like, fuck when you when you reach that point, you go tell me something about yourself. Nobody knows. He's <laughs> like, "Well, my name was Ava Starr. <laughs> I just did it for three months. I didn't like it. Like, could you date somebody? You know that that did that shit because it's a Does lot she of girls. Have
1: money now or no money? No,
4: no and no. They, you find out because they got to pay for everything. They got to buy their own clothes. They got to pay the dude ten percent. They got to buy their own shoes. They got to pay rent. So this one girl said she did it for three months. The most she made was twenty five thousand dollars, and." At the end she only had two thousand dollars in her bank account. But took all that dick <laughs> It's on camera, it's documented and it's uh, you know. World famous. World famous <laughs> y'all should watch it, man, it'll fuck you up. <laughs> it'll really it'll really be like, Oh my god, like I'm glad I'm married. I'm so happy I'm married. Just because you know, it's a shallow side of every guy, like, uh I know you I know you were going through something when you were nineteen, you
1: know. But you but gotta I look fast. I know faster. you were a video damn. star, man. And all the girls are I cute, man. I watched like Caputo from Orange <laughs> you New Black.
4: <laughs> Some, I mean, you could be, you could be cool with it. It's just, you know, you gotta mature. You gotta. It forces you to mature way faster than you' ready to. Because <laughs> all the women all want the same thing we want,
1: but damn, wait, well, you gotta see it, man. Then we should talk. I want to see a porn, a porn documentary with a guy, male porn is complaining. Yeah, man. <laughs> I went to five girls. And I was the least paid guy there. That's a, they do complain about that. They do
4: complain about that. I've seen that before on something. I don't remember. They get like $300 or whatever, and they're sad.
1: <laughs> Man, I'm bored now. Like I just watch so much porn now. I mean, I pretty much watch everything there is about porn. Yeah. And uh, now I just watch bloopers. <laughs> Porn bloopers. The where can you see man. that? That's hilarious. Just go to Pornhub and put bloopers. That's hilarious. And they show like videos where this guy blowing this girl, right? Uh-huh. And she she's just blowing them. And you hear <laughs> on her face, bro. And she walks out the room. You asshole. <laughs> And you can hear the director go, hey, Where are you going? Somebody say, "Cut! Come back! Come back! Where are you going? Come back!" Special over here. That's hilarious. He gave and This her a other sweet one, fart. man. Where there these guys are on this train with these one two girls. Yeah, and this one brother didn't get a turn, and they start, they start fighting, bro. <laughs> Butt naked, bro. Man, I can't get a turn.
2: That's
1: funny. Butt naked, bro. Damn,
2: with swords,
4: out. right? That's funny. Topic. That's about. I got I'm actually going in on that. I'm watching it.
1: Porn bloopers. <laughs> porn bloopers. This other one is um porn star, she's blowing some guy and then the the chair breaks, dog. She just <laughs> falls down. Oh my God. <laughs> at least she let go. <laughs> uh, she didn't use her
4: teeth, thank God. She didn't <laughs> clinch.
1: So what's up, fool? What's up, I'll tell fool? you where I'm gonna be at, eh? Okay. I'm going to be at the Addison Improv, August 6th through the 9th. Oh, Wise nice. Guys, Salt Lake City, August 14th through the 15th. Brea Improv, August 20th through the 23rd. Harrah's Resort in Valley Center, August 28th. That's in Rincon, people. What's up, fool? Rodrigo, what you got?
3: Chilling, man. Right here, fucking, um, be with you this week, dude. Other than that, fucking doing fucking spots.
4: Yeah. I'm creeping around. I'm writing on the SPs like right now. Show. Joe McHale, so that comes
1: out July 15th on ABC. So, uh, yeah. So you have, um, tell us again where we can find your special.
4: Oh man, you can get it on my website, owensmithlive.com. Real simple. It's powered through this company called VHX. So when you hit the buy button, a little stuff comes out, but VHX, they just stopped doing, um, PayPal. So if you feel weird about putting your credit card in some dude's website, you can go over to Vimeo pro and, um, and when you hit the buy button on my website, it'll take you to the Vimeo Pro because you can use PayPal, and that's a more secure, you know, thing. If you still like, I don't really know this dude. I feel weird about doing that. And it's only five dollars. dollars. And uh, but yeah, owensmithlive.com. You can find it right there. And uh, support man and tell people put it on your social stuff and I respond. I'm on. I'm on everything as Owen Smith for real. The number four, Owen Smith for real. And um yeah, let me know what you think
1: about it. Let me know what you think about the special. You got any movies coming up? Uh yeah,
4: yeah, I am. I'm in a movie. Um I'm in a movie called Bad Nights. It comes out July twenty first. I do my first red carpet and shit, man. I played a hero in this movie. Oh shit. Yeah, man, it's with Gen X Pen and um they, they put two they picked two YouTube stars and Sarah Elizabeth. And they um they have millions of followers on YouTube they surrounded them with traditional stars so it's me um um my man um, Matt Walsh from Veep he he and I are the are the two bad guys and uh and a bunch of people in this movie you're going to recognize everybody's face cuz we're all people that oh oh I know him I know no and it's a fun movie the whole concept is they are um I play a getaway driver and I'm supposed to pick up these two art thieves but I pick these two girls up by mistake thinking they're the art thieves <laughs> so the whole movie I start to figure out that oh shit these ain't the art thieves <laughs> then I end up protecting them and it's, it's a really fun movie our premiere is uh, July 21st at the Arclight we, uh, we do the red carpet and stuff and then uh, yeah man and you can check that out yeah. so
1: check that out people yeah yeah yeah
4: that's right I'm working I forgot about that
1: I got That's some cool. other stuff happening. That's cool. You'll be working, man. You forget what you're on, man. Yeah, because you got you
4: <laughs> can't hold on to it. You just keep it moving, you know? I will be forgetting, man. That's that show. I got a fishbowl memory. <laughs> I'm gonna forget about this as soon as I leave and then till I see you again. But yo, that shit was fun. Yeah, man. Like so when what's... I saw you, all my emotions of when I first saw you came back to me. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Give us a yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah man, what's yeah. up, Miklo? He was a young yeah, man. Yeah, man. All right, <laughs> Miklo was here too, man. He was over the home. headphones, watching yeah, YouTube, chilling. making um, PewDiePie a millionaire. PewDiePie. <laughs> making PewDiePie a millionaire. Oh, that—that's his favorite. So, what's up, fool Rodrigo? Anything to add? Nah, just chilling. Anybody man. crying out there, man? I heard you did a. You did crying, a, You did a house a house show, right?
3: Yeah, fucking uh, two weeks ago. Wow! Well, oh, backyard house. I garden.
1: did one of those Whoa. in Michigan. Oh uh, in my Michigan? God! Uh,
4: yeah, it how'd it, it go? Man. That was good. good you know, there was a couple man. fools in there, you know. Good. Re, re. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Does this will suck all the time. I don't know, dog. <laughs> oh man, I did this one. Oh man, oh we should talk about bad. Yeah, gear. I performed <laughs> on a plane. I performed on a bus, a plane, a plane. Yeah, man. When you take passenger the thing? fifty-seven, yeah. bomb. you're like, how's everybody doing? And you, oh my God! And yeah, when you especially just start, starting out, I did a backyard barbecue. That was awful. I did. Um, I remember I did this one show. I was under this tent, and it was they had like home fans, <laughs> like blowing. So you telling me, and while I'm doing my act, this one little kid kept going, "Where's Chris Rock?" <laughs> it was like, "Bitch, we under a tent. You think Chris Rock is gonna? Where's Chris Rock and in you the hills? Yeah, you can't." cuss out an
1: 11 year old girl you're evil so oh man what's the worst gig you ever had I did a show at a house party and it started raining but <laughs> we were outside and I thought we were going to end the show and the no. lady's husband just gave me an umbrella from inside the house <laughs> and I'm performing with an umbrella holding a microphone like, uh-huh. waiting, karaoke waiting, mic waiting to die for fucking 50 bucks yep. yeah that's it man I, I, I could have got hit by lightning right there and that's it they would just drop me over to the hospital <laughs> <laughs> There's a photo somewhere. <laughs> I remember it was a, they gave me a fucking umbrella and I was performing with oh an umbrella. Man, I love
4: it. I love doing it. Doing
1: stand up in the rain. That's it man. <laughs> stand up in the rain. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah man. Yeah, so man. what's up, fool? Yeah. A big thank you to Owen Smith. Please Hell check yeah, out probably. a one hour special. Yes. And and share it on Twitter and um if you, also man, if you go to a webpage, share it from the webpage on Twitter. It also helps People from finding it because they'll ask you, Where is it at, man? Yeah. You put the webpage, even though you put the webpage, they'll still ask you, Where is it at? Yeah, they still ask. But the idiots, thank you, man. Thank you.
4: (laughs) I really appreciate this, man. (laughs)
1: What's up, fool? Yeah, you're badass,
4: dog. Thank you, fam. Bye.